0: everybody the next episode of the Cannabis Review I'm delighted to be joined in this episode by Ronit Pinto who's the founder and publisher of Honeysuckle Magazine in New York how are you keeping today Ronit
1: I'm good thank you
0: thank you for taking your time to do this it's very much appreciated do you maybe want to give everybody a quick overview in a minute of what your position in the industry is and how you came to get there
1: sure so I um i I was born in Detroit. I grew up in Texas. I was born in Detroit. And then I lived in Tel Aviv for a few years and kind of bounced back between Detroit and some other cities uh, before landing in New York. Um, And Tel Aviv is where I started um, writing. So I have a background in media and film. In Detroit, I was working in union film sets for, like, big budget movies like Jim Jarmusch, um, Only Lovers Left Alive, and Scream 4, and Transformers, and um, when I came to New York, I decided to stop crewing because you spend, like, you know, 18 hours a day on some union film set, and I thought, well, I may as well just put this to my own sort of, like, aspirations um, and wanted to combine media and film, and so that's what we're doing now with Honeysuckle. Um, Kind of just, like um serendipitously coincided with New York cannabis in a way because um we landed here in 2017 when uh well I started the magazine in 2014 but we started our cannabis New York coverage in 2017 um and uh that was like a few years obviously before legalization so we kind of got in at the ground up and really like connected and got to know the community and the local activists. And that has kind of informed our um, narrative until now. So we've kind of got to like come up with everyone. It's been great.
0: (laughs) Incredible, yeah, if there's a Venn diagram of art, music and culture, cannabis kind of is one of the few things that sits right in the center of that. So it seemed to be a timely uh, launch for you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, we'd always been kind of into, like, underground subjects or trying to make, like, taboo issues more mainstream, Um, and then we found that cannabis provided kind of like a micro, it was like everything you can look through the lens of cannabis, you know, it's political, it's um, cultural, it's, um, it's medicinal, it's a lot of things you can explore society through.
0: You've had some big uh, covers recently of some of the magazines with Little Wayne and with Erica Badu. When it comes to these big shoots, are you in the Anna Winter mold where you manage every single piece of the shoot, or do you give free uh, freelance to your stylist and photographer?
1: Um, it's definitely a combine like um combo. I uh you know, I work with my partner Sam Long who does a lot of the photography. So we did not personally shoot Little Wayne, but he did shoot Erica Badu and Ellen Cumming and um, you know, Wiz Khalifa. I am more of a big picture person, so I'm definitely like producing it. It's usually my idea. You know, I'm in contact with the reps who who connect us with the cover artists. Um I Honestly, I am a little intimidated uh, during the shoots with <laughs> celebrities. I don't, I'm a little shy, so I more like to kind of sit back and then I trust the people that we're working with. But of course, I'm like extremely involved, you know, um, but just not like super hands on, I guess, like during the shoot. I don't know, it depends.
0: <laughs> You're probably a good person to ask. You guys seem to be, uh, you've won a lot of awards and there's a lot of recognition from the political side of of New York. When it comes to the cannabis industry in general, is it Mayor Adams or is there a specific politician who you think deserves a bit of praise when it comes to the industry?
1: Um, That's a good question. You know, I think a lot of them are new, obviously, because like cannabis is new um i think you know we've been working with dashita dawson since pre-legalization or pre-mrta since like 2017 um she's you know we've done a lot of campaigns with her i think the governor hochel actually has been pretty supportive also for um you know cannabis um progress and we've worked with tremaine wright from the ocm um i I think that there's a lot of people who are pushing the narrative, you know, have brought equity to the forefront. Um, there's obvious like continual challenges as in any industry, especially in a capitalist society, you know, where you're going to have like the competition or interests of like bigger corporations. And I think that's like a conflict that we see here in New York. Um, and <clears throat> I, mean, I think people are doing their best to sort of like mitigate that or provide um, a kind of balance between the different sort of parts of the industry.
0: The first main topic I wanted to talk about was New York's new wave. I like most people would know about the new wave of art in the 70s, new wave of music in the 80s. Are we about to see from New York City a new wave of cannabis in America and some of the biggest companies that are going to exist in this industry are about to be birthed in this city?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that um, New York will definitely define a new kind of cannabis culture for sure like, you know, we've seen obviously in California, it's been around and it's so accepted and just like an ingrained part of the West Coast culture. Uh, It's less, feels less stigmatized there, less, a little less, I shouldn't say less political, but less charged than here in New York. Um, In terms of brands, I don't know what the trend that I see is that there's like many brands and it's more kind of customized, so they're sort of like um different hierarchies, kind of more like fashion. So, um you know like like kind of like uh like we've noticed these um like kind of like sneaker sort of sneaker brands where you have this sort of like elite really high grade cannabis that people love that's um sold and manufactured in smaller batches but it's more expensive it's at a higher price that's definitely trending I'm not sure how scalable that model will be but in terms of companies like I don't know if it's going to be smaller pockets or like Uh, big ones that emerge or a combination. Um, We'll see like, you know, some of the MSOs in other states haven't done well. So a lot of it depends on how the companies and brands are like touching and reaching their consumers. I know a lot of the legacy, um, you know, people who have been doing it already have their customer base. So I don't know if that's going to like scale or stay the same. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I haven't heard of one brand in particular that's like blowing up, you know, but I I do know like uh, several ones that look to be like successful.
0: I noticed as well that Cookies opened their first New York store there from one of the articles you guys did. Do you see the eventuality that's The big brand like cookies that comes into the city is going to be able to have a dominant hold or is New York going to always be one of these outliers? There's too many creative and entrepreneurs in too many categories for this to be dominated by an outside brand that, as you said, like almost with fashion, that there's always a hip New New York designer that everybody wants what they've got.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we all love cookies and um, appreciate and acknowledge obviously the legacy that Burner has created um, in the brand. That's a really tough question. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I think that um, I think that cookies obviously has a following, and and we loved our event and everything that we've done with them. Um, But New York will be tough because I do think people are sort of like patriotic, and you know, want like specific New York stamp but I mean I'm sure I'm sure they'll do well um I guess time will tell I mean look we're gonna have a lot of like outside state state um companies coming in so um yeah
0: from somebody who's lived in New York for a number of years and uh knows the city well enough it always seems to be in New York that everybody wants to know what's the next best best thing and do you see a scenario do you see uh ed- is edibles are allowed uh, within the rules correct yeah Has there been any artisan stores and, let's say, dining experiences that are starting to happen now? You see a lot of it over in L.A. with some kind of famous 420 chefs and and whatnot. Are you starting to see that in New York at the moment yet?
1: Yeah, there are a lot of infused meal events like the Mooney House hosts some. And, you know, there's um, Chef Hawaii Mike, um, Chef Layton. Uh, you know, as to the legalities of the operation, I'm not exactly sure at this point. Like, I know some of them have brands that are um, legit in that, in that, like, in that, like, in terms of legality. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, dining experiences. A lot. Like, you could probably find several a week if you looked for it.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would imagine I would that be- a good combination as well is going to be the music side of the industry plus. I would imagine there's going to be catering to tourists. There's going to be a number of experiences, but with that, but I, I see the the music scene in New York and the cannabis scene in New York coming together to create some unique and spectacular spaces for consumption, and not just one-off events.
1: Um, music events, you mean, like more immersive? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, which ones are some of the ones that you've noticed?
0: Just in terms of, um, w- w- will that start happening in the future is more to the mm. point. Do you see that, I'm sure there's a lot of music artists that have capital on hand that are going to be able to open a nightclub but without selling alcohol will have cannabis consumption lounges in there for, and blend that with the music lifestyle?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that we see it now, you know, maybe more underground. Like we did a great event at um, the House of X that was like... Um, a Black History Month burlesque show based on Josephine Baker. Uh, we worked with this amazing woman, um, Mia, and uh, our choreographer and performer. And like there was consumption and a live jazz band, and we had it sort of themed about about the end of prohibition. Um, you know, Styles P and his manager Daniel do a lot of stuff like quarterly, almost with like Jada Kiss, and they have it at. Irving Plaza, and there's, you know, brands there and um, music, there's those Olympics. So a lot of these like cannabis kind of award shows, and cannabis music concerts are melding together to highlight brands as well. Um, And obviously, there's like, you know, like Astro Club, who has like intimate uh, nights with, you know, rappers and hip hop artists and DJs. Um, And there's like a lot of kind of underground places like that.
0: When it comes to the card licenses and the suspension that happened recently we've had a couple of experts from new york on at different stages explaining the different timelines of what's happening currently where does it stand at the moment are the card license completely suspended or are they still able to fulfill the applications that were already put in
1: they're trying to codify it that will protect the card licenses they haven't done that yet um from what i you know some they have like tiers. So like some people who had real estate and have invested, you know, a certain amount are able to get their licenses and have opened. Um, Others, I think they've opened the C program, S-E-E, and they have to reapply. Uh, So I'm not sure if card is going to exist. Um, I know that they want it to continue or if they're going to have to reapply and how they're kind of like divvying up. Um, the people who have already been allotted licenses.
0: If there was business people from Europe that were looking to come over to New York and learn about the industry, what's the one event that happens in New York every year? Like we've got MJBs in Vegas that happens. You've got the a uh, couple of the other ones, MedCan and that. What's the big one on the calendar every year that somebody, if they want to learn about the New York industry, should be attending?
1: Um, well, I think coming here on 4.20 is a great time um because you can there's so many parties and events and you can see more of the industry like how it works and how how consumers operate and what the culture is um in terms of events you know they've had uh i mean trailblazers came here mj unpacked was here um view um i'm not sure like it's I'm not sure where everyone's at right now. I know some companies have stopped coming here, some companies are still coming here, but I think that like 420 is a probably really good place to survey the scene, make connections.
0: If there's something you're looking forward to over the next 12 months in the New York industry to come to fruition, what is the the thing that you're looking forward to seeing?
1: Um, that's a great question. I think the, you know, more really kind of like cool dispensaries like Union Square travel agency just did a redesign. That's just stunning. You know, Gotham's doing some cool branding. So I think I'm excited about the marketing and branding surrounding that because I love like sexy campaigns and just like overall visuals. Um, and I'm definitely excited to see more consumption lounges. You know, I think that there's a huge need People don't want to drink alcohol like they used to. Um, You know, they want different options, maybe even other kinds of plant medicine integrated in there with cannabis um, for like mocktails or infusions. So I think like uh, exploding the sort of consumption lounge nightlife scene as an alternative to the traditional bar is going to be really cool. Um, And then I also remembered just to your point about music and cannabis, like Rolling Loud is a good example of a big festival that – highlights cannabis and kind of has made it part of their primary vertical or like one of their main lanes and it's a blast and a lot of fun so i think that's a good way to go too
0: amazing well Ronit, it's been amazing talking to you for anybody who wants to check out more about honeysuckle magazine the website is below and it'll be in all available descriptions wherever you listen or watch this highly recommend checking it out thank you very much for your time Ronit. it's very much appreciated
1: thank you have a good day
0: until next episode everybody